Hello, my warriors. Did you all know that I co-host another show? It's called Into Everything with Pete and Kels. For some easy, laid-back fun and topics like movies, music, books, wrestling, the paranormal, and so much more, you should check us out. Into Everything with Pete and Kels is available everywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Chronically Living and How to Make the Most of It podcast. I'm Kelsey Harris, a chronic pain warrior, here to inspire hope and strength to the Spoonie community. Get ready to lift each other up and find ways to live the best life possible. Hey everyone, and welcome back. I'm so glad you could join me again today. You know, William Shakespeare was quite a brilliant man. I think sometimes we forget or take for granted how many English sayings actually came from him. And this is coming from someone who was reading Shakespeare for fun, like at 12. (laughs) I literally made my mom buy so many of his plays. Um, And then I later took a whole course on his uh, later works um, in during undergrad. So not only do we have these sayings, but also think about the infamous quote from Hamlet. To be or not to be? That is the question. This quote is in uh, in its actual form, probably belongs in an episode about mental health or self-actualization, so you might actually hear it again in the future. That being said, many of us repurpose the quote like I have today. So, to cure or not to cure? Or can we cure or can't we cure? That is the question when it comes to health. On social media, mainly Instagram, recently I've noticed a huge trend of people saying that it's bullshit when people say that exercise or yoga or diet or whatever is a cure for their illness. Personally, I've never heard anyone say that these things are cures. Um, And I would also assert that it's kind of bullshit if someone does say that. However, I think what's happening is that sometimes we as warriors are interpreting these messages wrong. Is exercise a cure for chronic illness? No. Can exercise help with pain? Yes. Is yoga a cure for chronic illness? No. Can yoga help with pain and movement issues? Yes. Is diet a cure for chronic pain? Okay, so I've actually heard people claim that it is. Um, But again, I'm going to have to say no. Can it help with a lot of symptoms, especially gastrointestinal ones? Yes. Healthy lifestyles can reduce symptoms and make our illnesses a lot easier to manage. Now, I want to be clear um, that there is no one-size-fits-all with any of this. Uh, So... Anything myself or my guests talk about on this podcast really falls into that. You know, it might work for some people. It may not work for others. Um, But you also won't know what helps and what doesn't help unless you try it out for yourself. Okay. So let's break it down a little bit more. First of all, what is a cure? So the dictionary defines cure when it's used as a verb as relieving a person or an animal of the symptoms of a disease or conditions. And also another um, variation of this would be eliminating a disease or condition with medical treatment. It defines uh, cure as a noun when used as a noun, 
as a treatment that restores health. Okay, so as we probably all understand it, to be cured is to not be sick anymore. Now, for most chronic illnesses, there is no cure. Um, we haven't had a cure for cancer yet. Yes, I know there's probably some conspiracy theorists out there that say we do. Um, but as far as we're, you know, dive, when we're diving into this, this issue in this podcast, uh, I'm going to go with we don't. Um, there is no cure for things like MS or lupus, or Alzheimer's, or the myriad of other illnesses that we talk about on here. However, there are cures for things like tetanus, rabies, polio, yellow fever, whooping cough, the measles, and, you know, we can keep going on that list, um, that people back in the day never thought there would be a cure for. Um, and, you know, these were chronic illnesses. So science, science and technology are certainly helping, even though we aren't there yet. Um, and I definitely don't want to get into a vaccinations versus anti-vaccinations um, debate on this podcast, um, because if there's any anti-vaxxers listening, they're like, oh, I don't want to get that vaccine. You know, that maybe that's for another show. Um, but, you know, as far as we're concerned right now, we definitely are in a better path than we were before due to science and technology. So I also want to point out that Mother Nature is a bitch. Um, I know I don't swear a lot in this podcast, um, but it's true. Um, I honestly believe that even as we do cure things, so like, for example, the things that I mentioned that we have cured, um, there's always going to be other diseases developing. And we've seen definitely seen that right now with the coronavirus. Um, I know... It seems a bit pessimistic, me saying, well, if we cure one thing, we're going to get another. Um, and I, I totally get that, um, especially because I'm typically an optimist um, and I'm trying to bring this very optimistic show to you. But I also think it's realistic based on what we've seen so far um, in the world and and what has happened when we do find cures for things is that there are other things that, that pop up. Um, so, you know, Mother Nature's not not that nice but to be honest we're not that nice to her either so maybe it's payback i don't know again another topic for another show um so now if that's what a cure is what is treating a symptom so treatment um treatments are used to control disease so whether it's the disease itself or a specific symptom of the disease it's meant to help people live as normal of lives as possible and that's what things like exercise, yoga, and diet, among others, are meant to do. Help you have some sense of control and ability to do some things as normally as you can. Or rather, they allow you to make the most of it. I know some of you are rolling your eyes right now, but it's true. So I often bring you opinions from professionals. And I'm going to be continuing to do that because I think that they provide some very interesting insights um, onto things that can help us treat our symptoms. Um, these healthcare professionals all come from different disciplines and have very different opinions, and sometimes those opinions won't align with each other. Um, so we've so far had Queenie, physiotherapist, um, come on and discuss pelvic floor physio and how it can help treat symptoms of endometriosis. Dr. Frank Nan came on um, and told us how exercise can help with chronic pain. Dr. Steph, of course, told us about the five essentials to living a healthy life. 
and how chiropractic treatments can help symptoms of things like lupus and Chiari malformation, among others. Do you have to agree with all these opinions? Absolutely not. Even I might not agree with everything one of these or other healthcare professionals say. But are some of the ways that they're suggesting to treat your symptoms worth exploring? Now, I would argue that they are absolutely worth trying. First of all, for the most part, there is no harm in trying to help yourself as long as it's done in a safe manner and with the help of a professional. Second, if it does help your symptoms, allowing you to make them to make more out of your life, is that not worth it? I find it hard to believe that it wouldn't be. And to be truthful, Queenie and Frank are, are my healthcare professionals. And the things that they have done and showed me have helped me with my symptoms, literally allowing me to do more with my life. So I, as usual, have a quote for you today. Vivian Green says, Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. I don't know about you, but I like dancing in the rain. <laughs> Actually, I got caught in a, quite a rainstorm the other day, uh, and it didn't phase me at all. What Vivian Green means, though, is of course not a literal rainstorm. She means we can't just sit around and participate in life only when things are good. We have to participate even when they're not. For my chronic illness warriors listening, we know that we can't wait for our health to suddenly get better because it's very unlikely that's going to happen, at least anytime soon. But what we can do is do whatever we can with our lives despite being sick. I want to do more and more. I don't want to care that I have undifferentiated connective tissue disease and fibromyalgia. I want to treat it both with Western and Eastern medicine, and I will continue to do so. But I don't want it to be the thing I have to think about 24-7. And so if I can treat my symptoms so they bother me less, which in turn then means I can think about my pain and illness less, and then I can do more things I want to do, then that is 100% what I'm about. I think we've discovered that the theme of this week is about helping yourself as much as possible because yes, our doctors and our other healthcare professionals are quite helpful, but they are not living in our bodies. We need to do what we can to make our lives better, including finding opportunities to treat our symptoms. And yeah, if someone does tell you about some magical cure, you can go ahead and laugh. Um, because honestly, laughter is much more emotionally healthy than being annoyed or frustrated about it. And then let it go because you're doing what you can to make sure you can live your life to the fullest. Thanks for tuning in again. And remember, keep on making the most of it. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Chronically Living Podcast. If you love this week's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Until next week, stay strong.